0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JB Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, raw truths about finance and the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen see warriors rise. get your shit together let's what's up warriors man it is time to get our shit together things are happening fast and furious i'm coach jv and i welcome our special guest always ken mac so ken mac how are things going in dubai i know it's going crazy for crypto right now huh
1: it's crazy man here in dubai there are so many different events happening uh, you know, last night I was at a, a crypto party, met a bunch of people. um got some of my team that flew in from Thailand, which is awesome to see them all. So, uh, you know, here in Dubai, it's crazy. you get NFT, uh, things going on, DeFi events every night, DeFi parties, crypto parties, crypto yacht parties. It's crazy. Crazy. And I'll be
0: heading out there. I I get on a plane in about 10 hours to come see you, man. So I'll see you. Yeah. So I'll be out in Dubai. So Ken Mack and our our next live show will be live together in Dubai. And we'll have a special location for you guys. So it'll be freaking awesome, man. So how's that? How are things going? What is what's the vibe out there right now?
1: The vibe is electric, man. There is a very special and unique energy here in Dubai Um, as a. Many of these events have a lot of these uh, you know, influencers flying in from all over the world. There's a very, very high energy, and uh, it's very cool, man. We're, we're looking forward to seeing you. There's a, a lot of people here in Dubai that uh, can't wait to see you as well, including myself. So uh, is it, I think it's Thursday that you fly in, and we're on Tuesday now. So yeah, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun to have you here.
0: Yeah, it's going to be wild, man. We get there. We're supposed to be going to bed when we get to you, so we're going to be backwards. (laughs) That's going to be an interesting (laughs) run, man. I've never done that. I've never gone that far before, so it's interesting. I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm like, dude, how am I going to manage it? I think I'm going to stay up all night tonight, and we fly for 17 hours tomorrow. So we fly to New York, 17 hours, and we land 750. But I'm sure the vibe will be amazing. We'll be ready to rock and roll. So all I I need is a gym, food, and good friends, and I'm good,
1: man. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely definitely get that here in Dubai. Yeah, awesome. Well,
0: we'll jump right into it, Warriors. So uh, we are going to be live together in Dubai, which is going to be absolutely amazing. And first of all, I want to start out by saying an attitude of gratitude. Thank you, Ken, uh, for your mentorship as well. We start our private warrior, um, excuse me, we have the Warrior Academy, our private LBO Academy with Ken at the end of this month. And I'm really, really excited. As I've explained to you guys, so he's Mr. Miyagi and I'm Daniel, Karate Kid. It's like wax on, wax off. So where my experience lies and getting my shit together about two years ago, I have 12 years of banking experience and I was in the banking system and really understand how the banking system is fraudulent. I mean, basically, to me, in my opinion, it is a fraudulent system. And if we were doing the exact same thing the banks are doing. In my opinion, we would be in jail, right? Printing money into oblivion, lending out people's money, right? So when you put $100 into a bank account, I only have to keep 10 bucks of your money, and then I can lend that out over and over and over again. And when I realized the banking system is a fraud, I started to not feel right about it. And so ethically, I felt like, hey, I need to leave and go teach people. And I didn't even know I was going to be doing what I'm doing. But I wanted to say thank you to Ken because he's taken me under his wing to help me really understand what generational wealth building is right so i was heavy i'm heavy in cryptocurrency and then as i go through my exit strategy my ladder you know wealth preservation and then buying into companies but i want to what i want to talk about today and then i'll kick it over to ken and please you know smash the like button ask questions we're here to answer questions for you guys you know if we don't know the answer we will find out the answer this is a freedom show so one thing i want to talk to you guys about is the banking system i get a lot of questions about banking because i'm an ex-banker right I'll share with you, Warriors, nine years ago, we were starting to focus on fintech before I left, financial technology. We started to replace tellers with talking ATMs. Chase was always one of the most, Chase, and to this day, is one of the most innovative banks um, in the world. Um, And they are constantly moving towards technology. And I wanted to bring up Chase because they're owned by J.P. Morgan, and I'm going to share with you some of the news I have put out today on the YouTube channel. But one thing you want to look at is ISO, ISO, 20,022, the messaging system. Now, the banking system, remember, was built on an old archaic banking system, which is a SWIFT system. And the banking system rails were built before the Internet. So let's take out cryptocurrency and let's talk about infrastructure, right? So they built the banking system on an old SWIFT system an old archaic banking system. So they've been changing the messaging system or the overall system as we move into the quantum financial system for a very long time. And so I'm going to be doing a video on this tomorrow, but the UK now is adopting ISO 20,022. The US, the Fedwire adopted ISO 20,022. Volante, which is a partner of Ripple, is actually managing that system for the Fedwire system. So you're gonna start to see this transition and there's a step process around 2023. You're gonna see banks heavily move over to ISO 20,022. And then by 2025, you're gonna see everybody operating on this messaging system. Now, why is that important? Because as, as your finances move at the speed of light, the money has to move at the speed of light. I want you to think about that for just a moment. You can't operate off the same banking system where I walk into a bank at Bank of America and I'm sending Ken a wire to buy a house in uh, Dubai, right? And so I send him a wire. I sit in front of a banker. I got to fill out this paperwork, got to show my ID, show my passport, do all this stuff. Gets approved by a manager, goes up and through the Federal Reserve, back down to Ken Mack. And by the time it gets to him, the price has changed or there's been a change in the currency, right? And now, our, our deal goes south because there's $30,000 in discrepancy because we're doing a $10 million deal, right? That whole system is going to be gone worse. You're going to walk into a bank, maybe not even a bank, but you're going to go online and I'm going to say, Ken, I'm doing a $10 million deal with you. Boom, I'm going to hit a button. There's going to be a messaging system that communicates back and forth. There'll be a blockchain that verifies that the transaction is legit. It'll be trustless. We won't need an intermediary in the middle of it and it'll go back and forth really quickly, Right. It's basically where we're heading, Warriors. So I want you to really pay attention to what's happening within the next five years, excuse me, 20, 2021, 2022, 2023. And then you're going to start to see the biggest banking shift from 23, 24, and then 25 is when you're really going to see that switch turn on. Now, that's my opinion. Now, why is this important to, to what's happening? What Ken is teaching me is how he's transitioned through the phases, right? Cryptocurrency was a big thing that we did last year, accumulating, accumulating, and we're still accumulating at this point at certain price points, right? But this for me is the opportunity for me to get into the realm of where Ken Mack is and the peers that he is hanging out with, right? So moving from just getting a little bit of wealth and financial freedom to generational wealth, there's a big difference from being rich and wealthy, in my opinion, from what I'm seeing, right? Rich is your one paycheck away from slipping up and ending up broke again, right? You got fancy cars, you look fancy, you got all the stuff. But what wealth is, is when your money is making money, when you don't have to look at your account on Friday, when you're making big moves, like Ken constantly, after I talk to him, he's buying more silver, buying more gold. He's just constantly building this ecosystem of what I call a fortress around him. Now, am I there yet? Absolutely not. I'm always going to be 100 percent transparent with you guys. I have amassed a large amount of what I believe is wealth in the cryptocurrency space. I'm starting to get into the precious metals. I'm building my wealth preservation. And now is my turn to become wealthy for generation after generation. That's why I call it the Mr. Miyagi and then the Daniel son. Right. He's teaching me wax on and wax off. It doesn't mean I'm not going to make mistakes, but I need you to pay attention to banking very, very closely. Things you want to look at is digital wallets. When you walk into your physical bank now, they're trying to get you on your digital wallet, get on your digital wallet, get on your digital wallet, whereas everything's going to operate off of here. So what I'm learning from Ken, and I'll kick it over to Ken, um, and I'm really excited to meet him in person and and get the vibe out there and feel the difference between Dubai and what's happening, the energy and the chaos that we're operating here in America, which is really interesting, is to understand that where you have the opportunity, and there'll never be an opportunity like this again in history for the normal everyday person to get involved in one of the biggest shifts in generational wealth in history. So I want you to really pay attention every single time we come onto this show. If we say the same things over and over again, remember what you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Do you know how many times I've read the book Think and Grow Rich? Do you know how many times I've read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad? Do you know how many times I've read the book Richest Man in Babylon the last two years? Constantly and consistently because what's happened now is I'm getting on a plane to Dubai because my subconscious mind thinks differently now. My subconscious mind is aligning me with the vibrational people that I'm developing through the constant education and the constant studying. So every single week you want to come to this channel, we'll let you know. It'll be kind of off. It will be, I think, Sunday this next week, and then we'll get back to our Monday flow. But make sure you come every week. Get your pen and paper out and write down notes. So the thing I want you guys to pay attention to, and I'll do a YouTube video deep on ISO 20022 tomorrow, is really pay attention to what your banks are doing. Jamie Dimon today or yesterday said, Bitcoin's a complete, it's it's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. In the same breath, he says, but we're going to allow our clients to buy it, right? So you think something's worthless as a CEO, but you're going to allow your clients to buy it. That makes no sense to me. Like, okay, this is worthless, but I'm going to let my clients buy it. Wouldn't you, if you believed in something, wouldn't you, why would you sell it to your clients? That's like saying, um, I don't do cocaine and I know it's really bad for me. But I'm gonna sell it to my clients because it's in demand. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, that makes no sense. If you don't believe in Bitcoin and you think it's completely worthless, then why would you sell that product to your clients? That's literally what he said. And I'm like, that makes no sense to me. But that shows you how ruthless the banking system is. If they don't believe in something, they don't care. It's profit, 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 profit. So pay attention, warriors. Pay attention to what they say. Watch whatever they say. Do the opposite. Remember, Jamie Dimon in 2012 said the same thing at this that weekend. They were buying Bitcoin. JP Morgan was buying Bitcoin right after they said, You're a criminal if you invest in cryptocurrency. If you work for me and you invest in cryptocurrency, you will be fired. If we find out you do it but that weekend jp morgan actually bought cryptocurrency warriors so understand the game is not rigged in your favor that's why one percent of the population owns about 97 percent of the wealth so pay attention to iso 2022 i'll do a deeper video on it and showing you guys facts figures numbers logic but ken what do you got going on
1: today how's things going yeah good man good um so i just want to say guys that we're here to help you wake the flip up because Waking up in a time like now is more important than you can ever imagine. And we are here to empower and to uplift you with a new mindset and a new way of doing things and a new set of eyes to not only help you see what's happening backstage in the world today, but what you can do about it to create change. And uh, you know, like Coach JV says, the system is not rigged in your favor, it's rigged against you. So I want you guys to make sure to stay with us here right the way to the end, because this content is not just coming from another internet marketer who us get-rich-quick-stuff on YouTube. I'm not a marketing guy. I'm here to help you guys with the real, actionable insights, strategies, knowledge, knowledge and wisdom that can help you better your current situation. So nothing that we say, of course, constitutes financial advice and should be taken with a pinch of salt for educational and perhaps comedy purposes only. So remember, Warriors, I'm not a government-regulated, salarized financial advisor. I'm a normal, everyday dude, like the rest of us, who was once upon a time flipping burgers in McDonald's. I learned how to buy a bunch of businesses with zero cash and invest my money in the right way. So the caveat is that if I took advice back in the day from financial advisors, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And I wouldn't have been able certainly to retire 11 years ago. So remember, guys, there is a difference between intellectual people and financially savvy people. There are some incredibly clever people out there. But some of the most intellectual people that I've met are some of the most financially stupid. Like, dude, why do you go buy a car that's 50 to 100% of your annual salary on finance? Like, that's some really dumb shit right there. And that just proves that uh, a lot of these people that are very clever, that are doing good things, they're not financially educated. And that's why if I took advice back in the day from a uh, salarized financial advisors, there's no way that I would have been able to retire when I did. And um, I just want to say as well, guys, that you know if you appreciate this content, please show your support. To us, and turn the like button blue so that we know that you want us to continue these shows with you on a weekly basis. And if we can reach a thousand likes in this video, it will mean everything to us. Well, I don't know about Coach TV, uh, I know that he doesn't, uh, he's a big fan of the, the likes, but of course, me, I love likes. <laughs> so, most importantly, it ensures that our content is picked up by the YouTube algorithm as being relevant, which is crucial, especially in a time like now when we need to get this information out to the masses. You know, here in Dubai just now as well, um, you know, the energy is good. And just watching the rest of the world, you know, from the stage here, it's, it's very strange, you know, watching all of the lockdowns and all of the craziness happening. You know, here we've got a very open economy, which is nice. And the government here are following the science and making a very good uh, job uh, of it. And just while I've got something fresh in my mind here, Coach JV was talking about, uh, you know, programming the subconscious mind for habit creation now there's a part in your mind called the basal ganglia have you heard of the basal ganglia before coach yep 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 so it's like a golf ball size yep. uh, uh object inside your uh, inside your brain that is um responsible for habit creation and repetition so when you continually create these habits like you've got the habit you come here on a, on a weekly basis watching the show Perhaps you're going to be reading books every day or you're meditating, you're going to the gym. But when you are programming your subconscious mind, your basal ganglia, this is one of the most important things that you can do to create change in your life. Now, there's a, a book that was looking up here that I read a long time ago, and it's called, uh, get your, your pen and paper handy, it's called Change Your Habits, Change Your Life, Strategies That Transformed 177 Average People Into Self-Made Millionaires. That's by Tom Corley. And that's an audible, um, yeah, so it's just here on the application. You guys can get that as well. But I found that book um, very insightful, especially when you're trying to incorporate new habits into your life. But uh, you know, I, I love what you teach uh, the, the guys about the, the you know, programming the subconscious mind because it's something that I haven't myself spent too much time on. But as you get older in, your, in, in life, I think it becomes more difficult when, when you're used to being uh, you know, used to living the blue pill uh, uh, way of life that society wants you to live. Uh, you know, as you get older, I think these uh, changes become more difficult to incorporate. So, taking the red pill as quickly as possible and programming your subconscious mind um, as quickly as you can because time right now is of the essence. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to give you as well my, uh, since we're on the topic of, uh, you know, the banks. And uh, there, there's two entities uh, that I, um, I, I greatly dislike in life. Number one, you can use your, your imagination. I need to be careful what I'm saying uh, in a place like here. But number two is banks. I can't stand banks. I, I know that hate is a very strong word. I don't like to use the word hate, but I, I, I can say that I hate the banks. Mm. So let's just speak about now. Uh, you know, we speak about cryptocurrency versus the banks, And what functions, thinking about what functions the banks serve. So we get savings accounts, customer services, money transfers, national, international payments, investment products and services. You get bank loans. And um, I think that's pretty much it. So let's think about it now. In the traditional world, you can earn, I don't don't tend to use banks much these days, but um, you can earn a whopping 0.1% to 0.5%. Is that about right? Yeah. Yep. Savings account. Yeah. So as soon as um, you know that figure uh, goes negative, you know you get negative interest rates. Then what that's going to mean is you're going to have to pay money to the banks for storing your invisible cash in their facility. So with cryptocurrency, you can earn all sorts of different percentages, up to twenty percent on stable. assets represents the US dollar, so you hold a USDT or USDC you going to earn 20% compared to that sitting in the bank. Okay, so you go to the bank, you get customer services. So traditional banks, I say that the customer services suck. you are got to wait on the phone for an hour. Sometimes to be be hung up on, let's say you've tried to do a money transfer locally or within the same country that you're in. They block the payment. You've done your uh, your triple factor authentication or your little device you punch the digits into or your email authentication or your text message authentication, but then they still block the payment that you're trying to send. And then you try and phone them. You're on the phone for one hour and then they hang up on you. Cryptocurrency. You want to send somebody money. You're working here with automated protocols, blockchain, Bitcoin, which is completely decentralized. You don't need to ask any permission to get shit done. I think the most important thing is no need to deal with dickhead bankers because there's no nothing worse than a jobs-worth dickhead banker that you're speaking to on the phone. It's making your life very difficult. In the UK, you want to withdraw a couple of thousand pounds. They treat you like a criminal. Mm. It's crazy. You know, I, I was here in the bank in Dubai and I withdrew like half a million in cash and didn't ask me what the money was for. No problem. But I'm not saying that... Um, this like this everywhere else else in the world but um the banks are governed and they operate should we say by the through the international ma- mafia family the IMF we call them mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know they operate uh, through the the world banking system so I think of course all banks are going to go the same way um you know through the uh, the new uh, quantum financial system but the um the, I, I'm just not a fan at all of banks so let's talk about you're transferring money abroad. You get the long phone calls. You've got to wait for the banks to open. You've got a queue sometimes in the USA yep. to fill out paperwork and send your payment uh, in the traditional manner. They block the payments in every direction for your protection, guys, and the banks decide who you can pay. Yeah. For example, they started blocking payments to Binance in the United Kingdom, which is insane. All of the banks, in fact, not all of the banks, but most of the banks. Uh, cancel the on-ramp of fiat currency between the bank and binance I think there's a lot of, uh, maybe to do with regulations because you know it could be a logistical nightmare for the banks You've got to look yeah. at from the bank perspective and or you know for compliance so it, it perhaps could be easier for them just to block the payments yeah. than to have the headache of the compliance so that, that I'm, I'm just trying to think outside the box there yeah. but let's talk about crypto you get an immediate global payment system no queuing in the banks no paperwork cryptocurrency is 24/7 and no need to deal with dickhead bankers for me that's amazing it's just it's it's, yeah. it's amazing so investments products and services the banks um i would say that they pretty much these products and services they're going to make you broke because they haven't factored in inflation, which is a hidden tax. Mm-hmm. You know, inflation is a lot, is a lot uh, more than what they tell you it is. Yes. And in my, in, in my head, you know, inflation is just another word for a hidden tax. You know, yeah. you could say it's a theft. They're stealing money from you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the traditional products, they, they decrease your purchasing power, um, which is just not cool. But crypto, on the, the other hand, it increases your purchasing power. You've got all of these different platforms uh, you know, I see somebody commenting there on uh, Pancake Swap as well. You know, I did try and make a video. Um, I did post it today on TikTok, but they actually blocked my. Uh, they blocked the video that I put out. I've got no idea why. So if, uh, if they uh, reactivate that video, then uh, go over to my TikTok and you guys can uh, watch the tutorial there how to uh, earn money on uh, on Pancake So crypto, on the other hand, as I says, increases your purchasing power, which is it's amazing. Um, no, loans. Let's talk about loans. Traditional finance, um, you've got long phone calls, having to bow to the bank's paperwork, credit checks, valuations. Uh, let's say if you want to raise a secure loan against a piece of real estate, then you need to wait for the valuer to come out to your house, do a valuation, uh, and then that can take a couple of weeks, um, even for something like that to happen. But we're talking about tangible assets, Crypto, on the other hand, you can grant yourself a loan, get paid to borrow money if you do things in a certain way. No credit checks, nobody telling you what you can and you can't spend your money on. And I think one of the more important things, uh, you know, Coach GB was touching on, there was a transparency um, uh, situation with the banks. And the banks have, they've got hidden fees, charges, they're involved in scandals. And they, they seem to, you know, they're somehow governed by the IMF, that the international mafia family and crypto is completely decentralized and on the public blockchain the, the public ledger so it's anti-scandal and there's no IMF or bollocks so to me from a um you know somebody who's been in, investing in defi since it was a thing that is uh, the best thing since sliced bread and i hope it i hope, hope that it continues this way of course there's going to be regulations coming in which is good i think it's good uh, you know to give transparency and trust um, but it is still the wild west, and I think you know, we're a few years out. What do you think, coach? This is um, where could you see DeFi going over the next uh, couple of years?
0: Yeah, that's the part that I keep really thinking about where the delicate balance is going to be. Because in America, you know, against like he's going after DeFi, he's going after DeFi, he's going after this. You know, he thinks he says stable coins are securities, which is blows my mind that he even said that in a Senate hearing, but um, I think that it'll be interesting I think if you're going to take advantage of the massive massive um, interest rates now is the time. Like, now is the time to take advantage of the interest rates. And then as Ken has taught me, is like, as you're getting these profits, make sure you're diversifying. Like, that's what Ken taught me. Like, yeah, I was diversified through cryptocurrency, but diversifying outside of cryptocurrency as well. I think that's really important. Do I think, in my my opinion, like, don't take this as a financial advice. I think that what's going to happen is we're going to have the next bull run. And then after that bull run, I think everything's going to start to get really normalized like the stock market. I don't think it's going to continue these massive, after 2025. I don't think it's going to continue these massive bear markets and bull run. I think it'll end up more like the stock market with the regulation coming in, specifically in America, uh, because what they're doing is their biggest thing is they're saying they're behind the eight ball, right? And, and the stable coins or CBDC coming in is going to push us towards the central bank. And so here's the thing that I think is going to happen, right? They're going to push us towards the central bank, which is a CBDC central bank digital currency. Well, who's left out? The commercial bank, right? So they don't want to destroy the commercial banks because that's they're part of the banking cartel. So you have the commercial banks here. So what are they going to do? They're able to custody your cryptocurrency. So eventually you're just going to be walking into your Wells Fargo, Chase bank and you're going to have your cryptocurrency. You'll have your CBDC and then you'll have uh, probably well that'll be your, that'll be your fiat currency, and then you'll be transacting between the two, right? And then they'll be able to regulate it because the central bank will hold the central bank digital currency, and they can monitor all your funds going through the system. So, I think eventually it's going to get normalized. So, I think if people are going to take advantage of it, it's right now the DeFi, and then as it gets into twenty twenty five, I think we're going to see more regulation, like heavy regulation on DeFi in America specifically.
1: I think you're right. The the time um, to take advantage of these insane rates. Is now, you know, remember, um, you know, back in the, the, the day, I'm thinking, you oh, know, you win the lottery with a million dollar, you can uh, earn 5%, you can make 50,000 on a million. Now you can earn 20% on a million, which is crazy. You know, pancake swap as well. Yes, you know, you pay the price for volatility without having a stable asset. But that's why you dollar cost average into something like uh, like pancake Um, You know, let me share the screen. I'll show you guys sure screen
0: yeah i think it's important for people to too like i've been really um and that's why like i brought ken Mac on as my personal mentor because it's like you think about it as we go into like i'm last year and then going into the beginning of this year i was 99 percent crypto right and so now i'm diversifying slowly methodically 50 percent is going to stay in the crypto portfolio and then 50 is going to be pulled out leveraged towards wealth reservation and then buying more assets and then going into the ldo's and so what i'm by the By next year, I'll be more diversified across different asset classes.
1: Somebody was asking there, you know, how do you uh, use PancakeSwap? So just in a nutshell, guys, all that you need to do is go to Binance, buy Pancake Tokens, buy Binance Tokens, download Binance Smart Chain Wallet, which is the little application up here. And um, if I just put, put in my word... Easy to use, and you can see here if you want to just add cake tokens, just take the little cat, drag it up, confirm that's how you stake. And to collect, you can either harvest, cash them in, or compound. So, this will cost me about 30, 41 cents or 44 cents to confirm that transaction. Then it will compound into this balance here. So, that's like a bitcoin and a half or a bitcoin and a quarter that I put in there to that pool. So, uh I'm pretty certain that in the near future you won't have access to anything uh, like this with these yeah. insane rates because this is pretty much unheard of. Um, you know, fifty-eight point two two percent APR. It's not APY. It's APR. That's crazy. You know, if you want to stake, um, we're talking a million dollar. You can make uh, seven hundred and eighty-nine thousand in one year. Like this is mind blowing. This is mind blowing if you're dealing with a non-stable asset, it is better just to put a little bit in at yep. a time. You know, buy the dips, buy the red, don't buy into the green and treat it like uh, buying another altcoin. But the the nice thing is just now the cake token is pretty much half price is the way that I see it. But I just wanted to explain to you guys and give you a demonstration of, uh, um, of something that you should be looking at. Not financial advice, but something that you should take a look at and make up your own decision if you think that that's okay. Um, for you to uh, to take that sort of risk, because of course, this token, there is no guarantee that it won't go to zero. it's Anything is possible. um And I think just exercising caution and having that mindset yes. that if this token goes to zero, will, will it affect my life tomorrow in any way? Yep. And if the answer is no, it's not going to affect my life, then of course, you can uh, deposit some money into these uh, automated uh, platforms and you can take the money out anytime that you want as well so I wouldn't be uh, like I've got a very high risk appetite but if I, if I thought that uh, it was extremely risky let's say then I wouldn't be using it myself so I just wanted to give you that demonstration um, over there so I'll just uh, close that off there
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And I think I think people, it's important to understand to just watch what your banks are doing. Pay attention to what they're doing. Digital wallets are really big. and, And mind you, they've been working on this for a long time. Your banks are able to custody cryptocurrency. Like, you know, Jamie Dimon said, we're not able to custody crypto, which is a lie. The OCC. The operation of currency control last year, Brian Brooks. So think about let's talk about the players in the game. I love talking about this stuff because I watch the players in the game and where they're moving. And that's how I do my investments. Right. So Brian Brooks last year left the head legal counsel for Coinbase to become the head of America's operation of currency control there for a short amount of time while he's there. He allows banks, federally chartered. Banks to custody your cryptocurrency. So your banks are allowed to custody your cryptocurrency. Okay, Jamie Dimon yesterday just said that we're not allowed to custody cryptocurrency. So which one is it? The OCC or what Jamie Dimon says, right? Banks can actually custody your cryptocurrency. That's what the OCC says. It's on their website. And then you got uh, Jay Clayton, right? Jay Clayton, who two days before he throws out the SEC lawsuit against Ripple right it goes into the where everybody's moving guys the whole system is moving to this quantum financial system you know one river i think it's one river one ribble assets company management raises their position by bitcoin and ethereum by 600 million then he ends up consulting for them right then you have a, uh, gary gensler the head of mit professor for crypto becomes the head of the sec right and there's this big political theater going on and so if you just pay attention to where things are moving right it's like be fluid like water follow the water flow where's the water where are they cutting Right, they're gonna consistently cut through it. And the I I ISO 220,022 is really important. Some of the coins that are in that is you have Ripple, XRP, you have Algorand, you have the JPM coin, you have R3, you have consortium, you have um uh what was the other one? Stellar, XLM. Um, these are all fundamental cryptocurrencies they are gonna be part of this new ecosystem, right? And so you think about it, a Western Union left xrp is now with xlm my my perception on that is xlm is more for the consumer because you know jed McKellop that he left xrp or or ripple to go there xlm is more for the consumer xrp is going to be the bridge currency for more of a like uh, the imf type thing that you're talking about the bis right so you just pay attention to what's happening as, as ken said you know these are opportunities right now i mean when the, when the like for example the nft craze happening right now I mean, we have one of our warriors, his son made $150,000 at 22 years old in like three months off of NFT, NFTs. I mean, that's crazy money, man. For 22, 23 years old, at three months, he made $150,000. So is it always going to be like that? I don't know. But also, too, you want to set, that's what we're hoping, what I'm hoping you guys will get from us is that it's not just about crypto. That was the thing that Ken taught me As I kept saying the biggest shift in generational wealth was crypto. That's the biggest shift in our financial system in history that we're going to go through. Personally, the shift in generational wealth is the massive amount of wealth that's transferring from the baby boomers down to us. Right. And somebody has to capture that piece, too. So you guys got to be ready for that as well. So don't you know from what I've learned is it's not just about crypto. Crypto's hot right now, but also. The richest people in the world are made during crises, during pandemics. That's when the richest people in the world are made. The the poorest people in the world are made and the richest people in the world. Think about in 1929, somebody ran down the street with a paper They had no ability to research like we are right now. They had no ability to get on YouTube and share with you guys what's happening, right? And that's why there's so much censorship for the things that we talk about because that's probably why they shut down the pancake swap thing on TikTok. So like, wait a minute, he's showing people how to make 20% shut it down. You know, it's just like they don't because it's a modern day bank run. Cryptocurrency and stable coins are a modern day bank run. That's basically what would happen. But the masses are you guys that are all watching this. Are a small percentage of the population. The map. I got to see it. I just came back from the theme parks. I was at Universal Studios, Disneyland, and I mean, I saw literally a bunch of. I mean, sheep, man. I mean, everybody's like got their stimulus checks. I mean, it was like just eating themselves into an oblivion, driving around on scooters, these scooters, because just our our country in America, it's like, man, we're we're arguing about the wrong thing. <laughs> we were arguing about the wrong thing. They got us all fighting about the mask and stuff like that. And that's not the right, it, they, they got us. They're like, just get, okay, let's fight about color. Okay, now we got that. Let's get them to fight about mask, anti B. Like you're fighting against, it's like putting a bunch of snakes together and to make them bite each other, right? It's like, they're literally packing their bags over here. They're like, keep them confused, keep them confused. And there's a whole nother financial narrative. It, they, what did they do in the Roman days? They put everybody in a Colosseum. They got them drunk. They were watching people fight as a whole other narrative was going on outside the Coliseum. So remember, Warriors, anytime they're really pushing you to look this way, Jamie Diamond saying, Bitcoin, don't look this way. Look that way. There's something else happening. So
1: You're right about that, man. You're right. Um, you know, it's called divide and conquer. Confuse you know. the people. When people are in a confused state of mind, they're more suggestible. They're easier to control. Um, so, you know, when they are putting the focus on the – all of the other crazy stuff that they're making people fight over. I think it's all by design. Um, It's all by design. You know, it's it's pretty much creating a two tier society and we're arguing about things that we don't need to argue about. Well, maybe some things we need to argue about them to try and help people, not argue with them, but understand um, things from another perspective. But, you are, you are right what you're saying, and we need to uh, look at, when they're saying look here, look over there, you know, what is it that they're doing, what technologies are they trying to implement, what, um, what are they trying to roll out, what is really happening in the world today, and why? Because we know that they are trying to accelerate the agenda, and uh, we noticed since the first lockdown back in March, they started rapidly accelerating the technological agenda and yes. rolling things out very you know 5G came out um there all of the changes getting rushed in with the banking systems i'm pretty sure they rushed a bill in as well mm-hmm. um to, to to plug in the cbdcs or you know they talked about the, the digital wallets in the usa so that they could get the stimulus checks out a lot quicker so they were talking about the digital wallets but why would you want to put and, and put your uh cryptocurrency into a bank why would you want the bank to take custody of your crypto. Like for me, I want to have it on a, a ledger. I'd rather distribute my wealth across different exchanges, different staking platforms. Um, because, you know, the, the bank is only insured in the UK, for example, up to £80,000 of $110,000. I don't know what it, what it is in the USA, but uh, I certainly don't want to trust a single bank with my wealth. Um, I think that that would be not so much a good idea
0: yeah let's ask so so how do we meet so i so i actually so selman who's my technical analysis he'll actually be in dubai with us he's flying in from germany um so my technical analysis guy just messaged Kenny. he's been following him for a long time loved his content messaged him on Instagram. And then we did an interview with him. And right away I I was looking for a mentor at the next level. And now, I mean, literally we started interviewing him and right away, I'm all about gut feeling, right? I got a gut feeling. I'm like, this is my mentor. This is my mentor. And he hadn't even really started going into the LBO stuff yet, or what the biggest shift in generation. I heard him talking, I felt because I'm all about energy and vibration. Like, this is my mentor. And then, you know, I did my research and then um, I joined his, uh, his five day boot camp, which you can click the description down below to join the five day boot camp, business boot camp. And then, um, and now I'm doing the private coaching with him, which is awesome. And so, and now we're going to meet in person in two days, man. So that's how we met. Uh, let's see. Well, I'm going to pop some questions up here. Let's see if this is a For question. For
1: those who want to uh, join the five day challenge, you know, yeah. you guys can learn how to buy six to eight figure businesses with zero cash. So, Do a bit of research and understand um, what a leverage buyout is, okay? So you guys are welcome. Each and every single one of you guys are welcome to join the five-day business buying challenge. You're going to learn the art of leverage buyouts. it's five days of trading. We're charging £47 just now for So that's the price of a happy meal for a family of 10. The price is increasing this week. So grab it whilst you guys can access the knowledge at that price that you can leverage for the rest of your life. So one decision... Like buying ten Happy Meals could kill you, but the other decision will definitely make you stronger. Yes.
0: So this this he answered this one. The U.S. regulation. Uh, let's see a grape cup. Uh, let's see. I want to. How do you recommend paying bills, et cetera, because of bank accounts needed? Okay, so great question. So like Ben, um, I I use my fiat account to pay bills. I do. So like I have a fiat account that my money goes into from my businesses. Um, Eventually, you'll be able to set everything up on the blockchain. Eventually, like for example, a great example, Coinbase now allows you to deposit your checks. Did you guys see that? You can direct deposit your paychecks into Coinbase now. They just changed that. I mean, that's crazy. If you really think about how innovative Coinbase is, you can now direct deposit your paycheck from McDonald's, Walmart, wherever you work at, right into Coinbase. And they'll invest it right into crypto for you or fiat. So Coinbase is now operating as a bank. So right now, just so you know, like I, I have my paychecks from my companies going to my fiat bank account. But immediately i you know i keep enough to pay my bills my fiat bills and then i uh, diversify into assets right away i always pay myself first that's what i learned with the richest man in babylon i f my bills i pay myself first i buy assets and then i pay my bills afterwards what that did was for me how it got me out of the broke system so quickly is by doing that there was zero frivolous spending zero frivolous spending because i had nothing left to spend on frivolous stuff. I just had money to buy it. I bought assets, paid my bills. And then all of a sudden now I have financial freedom. So let's
1: see. Now you're right about that. You want to, um, Robert Kiyosaki uh, goes on about that as well. Rich dad, poor dad, you want to pay yourself first be- before paying anything or anybody. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, I started to practice that myself a long time ago. And it's one of the most important things that you guys can do is to pay yourself first before anything else.
0: Yeah. So the question was, uh, Should I get this question a lot. So should I remove my money from my bank account? That's really a personal, personal decision. Um, Is the banking system, is banking system just going to disappear? No. Are they just going to take your money? No. You would have mutiny. I mean, they would have absolute mutiny if they did that. Um, Yeah, I think you're Money safe per se, but what's not safe about it is every single time they, you know, if they when they raise the debt zone they're gonna raise the debt ceiling. There's no way they can't. They, uh, America would default unless unless they're ready just to collapse the economic system, which is the you know America being the superpower. If they're ready for the big shift to happen, then they'll do it. But I don't think we're ready for it. They're 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 not set yet, right? Once they get set, then they'll collapse the American system. They'll move it to a new superpower and the whole money scheme will keep going. Right. So I don't think you have to worry about money in your bank. What you need to worry about is your devout, your dollar devaluing all the time. So that's what you, w- uh, what you do need to worry about though, is when you have a CBDC, a central bank digital currency, that's very different. They're going to call it a digital dollar. It's very different than a fiat dollar, a fiat dollar. You could pull out of your account and hold 10 bucks in your hand. If you had 10 bucks in a digital wallet on the central bank, if they go negative interest rates, if you had $10,000, they can actually decrease the value of the money in your account. So imagine you worked really hard to earn $10,000, and they go negative interest rates. They can actually take that negative, and that forces you to go out and stimulate the economy. So it says, well, I'm not going to leave my money in my account. I'm going to go take that money. I'm going to buy something. So that, it it's a way to force uh, stimulation of the economy.
1: And what also they can do is they, they can put an expiry date on that money. So they can force you to spend that money by a certain date. And they can uh, build in that deflationary uh, or inflationary mechanism. They can do anything that they want. Um, It's very dangerous, and it's going to take. As soon as they roll this out, it's going to take the power from us and give it to the governments, because um, it's it's going to it's going to take uh, take the freedom away from us. It's one of the worst things that could ever happen to us, but it's going to happen, um, and that's why we get cryptocurrency and we get gold and we get silver. Um, These are the only units of accounts that we will be able to use as soon as this happens. And that's why just now I'm uh, heavily stacking silver, gold, all sorts of different denominations. Yes, it's not portable, but um, I personally like to have uh, um, assets that can touch, smell, and feel. Um, But yes, cryptocurrency, XRPs, Bitcoin, Monero, all of these things I think is a very smart decision to be stacking, um, exiting your crypto 100%. I won't be doing that. Uh, I'll be leaving some just in case. You never know what's going to happen, but yeah, we're in for a, a very interesting uh, ride ahead.
0: Yeah. So this one says, "I'm a big fan of the show." Question: Ken, you live in Dubai. Are your businesses registered there? Do you live? Um, do you live there, or do you have business purchases property there? So, do you, I guess the question is: Are your? Is, you live in Dubai. Are your businesses registered there? And then, do you have your purchase property there?
1: Yeah. So here in Dubai, we have a, a company. Um, but uh, we don't own any real estate just now because we're sitting on the fence. The real estate market is a bit all over the place here in Dubai just now. Uh, we get better value for money in other countries like Poland, the UK, um, Spain. But here in Dubai just now, I haven't uh, picked up any real estate.
0: Okay. And it says, um, do you use banks to fund LBOs, leverage buyouts?
1: You can, kind it of depends. There, there's about 20 different uh, mechanisms that you can leverage within the business. So you don't always need to go to the bank. It can perhaps be a finance house or an asset um, finance company. So let's say the company is asset heavy, it's got a lot of machinery, then you wouldn't perhaps go to the bank. Although they can offer asset finance, you can go to a, a bespoke asset finance company who could who's more specialized that type of financing or it could be a simple uh, invoice factoring facility. So you could go to, again, a finance house that specializes in factoring invoices so that you can access 90% of the debtor book of a company. So let's say the company um, does a million per month in revenue through invoices, uh, business to business, then you can access 900,000 immediately through an invoice factoring um, facility. And uh, so up to 90% of the invoice value. So again, it wouldn't necessarily necessarily be the banks that you would go to in order to access uh, that facility. Um, but again, you know, a simple leveraged buyout, you know, get one in the UK just now, it's 50% seller finance. 50% is the down payment, and we've got an investor that's going to pay the down payment. Um, you buy... Um, You you can buy, let's say, you negotiate the deal at one times the free cash flow. You can revalue the share capital at four times the cash flow. So then when you repackage, um, you could uh, sell to an investor at four times and then give the investor a four times exit after five years so everybody wins. Um, So there's so many different ways that you can structure these things. But in the business buying challenge, guys, it's probably the best place for you to start. You get a bunch of documents, templates a uh, very easy to understand uh, knowledge that you can go away with and, and do this yourself um you, you can go to kemac.com and there is a link on my website there or go to um businessbuyingchallenge.com and you can get access to it
0: yeah so the question so i think that's the question cross-border payments are a game changer absolutely but what about how to use crypto in daily life without banks um it's just like we're doing right now so a lot of i mean like right now for example um say i want to buy a property and ken you know it's 10 million dollars i could transfer 10 million to ken like that on a cryptocurrency platform um, now the transaction in regards to the like in regards to like everything's gonna be on a blockchain even like if we do a financial transaction for a property eventually that's going to be on a blockchain it's going to be stored on a blockchain. So. I think we could operate. I think that's the problem is that banks know that we can operate without them. It takes, it's called trustless, which kind of threw me off when I first learned crypto. Trustless means you do not have, so me and Ken, there's no intermediary in between us. I can transfer money right to Ken. I don't need anybody to help me with it, right? So we're literally taking out the intermediary. And the way I keep explaining it to people is like, we're going from hotels to Airbnbs. We're going from taxis to Ubers. We're going from rental cars to Turo's. Like everything's going peer to peer now. And so banks are like, oh shit, like they literally don't need us anymore so how do we inject ourselves into that like how do we inject ourselves into that like blockbuster what blockbuster should have done is blockbuster that's why they went out of business right they should have said oh shit how people literally are going to start renting their movies on like how can we they should have injected themselves in that transaction but netflix took the model right and so the world economic forum says you'll own nothing you're gonna or you're You'll own nothing. You'll rent everything. Is like, if you think about it, we almost rent everything now. Like, it's like, they've already programmed you to think that way. You don't you don't own movies anymore. You rent them. You don't own your car. You do an 80 month loan and you get bored with it and you turn it back in. You never pay off your mortgage because you buy a bigger house because of materialism. Right? So you're trapped in the system where it's like, they're getting, now they're giving you the $250 checks. If you have kids, you know, I just went to the theme parks. It was packed. It was, you would never think there's a financial crisis going on. It was packed. I mean, packed with people. I'm like, okay, people are, they have us focused on the wrong stuff. So I kind of went on a tangent there, but um, banks know that we don't need them anymore. That's why they're they are moving so feverishly behind the scenes to move into it.
1: Uh, let's- I think you're right. We own nothing. We don't own, own the houses that we live in. They're mortgaged. Most people have a 30-year mortgage. So the, by the time that you've paid off the mortgage or remortgaged, you're like 70 years of age. its um, I think we're living in an illusion. And uh, the quicker that people can wake up and realize that, um yeah the better
0: yeah let's see if we can find a question here i'm 24 okay i'm 24 i'm trying to improve my financial situation if i'm able is it smart to try to get a home for myself with my profits or is that not what the money's used for um So I'll share with you what. So, for example, right now, I'm not focused on. So, for example, I rent an apartment right now. I'll be very transparent with you guys. I rent. Now, why would I rent an apartment? People like, well, why, why wouldn't you buy a house? Because it's much better for me instead of making a massive down made making a big massive down payment a year and a half ago or a year ago on a house i took the amount that i saved and i put it into assets that are generating me way more wealth than it would if i bought a home and stayed in it for 30 years right and so what i did is i decided to rent a nice little apartment nice luxury apartment it's all taken care of i don't have to put any money into it right i just pay my monthly rent and i'm stacking stacking assets so for me personally i'm worried about assets right now when will i buy a home maybe is when i go through my LBO process and my assets I have so much money coming in from my assets then maybe I'll think about buying a home but for me it's like I'm I'm mobile I'm going to be moving very quickly very efficiently around the world probably very very soon and so I'm not I don't want to be tied down to something anytime I buy a property it's going to be if somebody's paying for that property if that makes sense am I on the right track with that Ken
1: Yeah, you know, it's good to be location independent, but it depends, you know, where you're buying the property. because you need to think, if I'm getting a mortgage for a start, um, could I utilize this money in a better way to give me a better return? And that's why I'm not buying anything here in Dubai just now. You know, for example, you buy an apartment in the Burj Khalifa, uh, which would be amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think uh, when I last looked, you're talking half a million dollar for an apartment there. Um, And then the service costs for the community fees were... um, let me, I'm just trying to translate this between uh Okay, we need to speak in dirhams. So, hundred you would you would rent that property for hundred seventy thousand dirhams. You would pay hundred and thirty thousand uh, in community fees. So, by the time that you pay off your mortgage, you would actually be at a loss. So that's the mindset that you need to have. You know, is it going to be worth my while? Bang it for cash. Bang it through a mortgage. And is the return going to be uh, going to be worth the risk? So just looking at the risk reward. But um, yeah, yeah, but buying assets with mortgages can be risky just now, especially if they start and decide you get a variable interest rate and they decide to whap the rates right up. Oh. And that's, um, you know, what, when all of the uh, the recessions take place and people start losing their homes because they can't afford the new mortgage payments. So it's just something to be mindful of. If you do have a mortgage, maybe think about locking in a five year rate or as long as possible, especially um, with the thought in mind that if they increase the rates then you're going to be in a lot of difficulty if, you, if your financial situation uh, can't facilitate those enhanced payments. Yeah so
0: it says hey Ken what's the plan when the bear market sets in uh, set all the compounding coins sell all the compounding coins then reinvest when it hits the bottom or just keep staking throughout?
1: Okay Um I can share the screen with you guys there so in terms of bull and bear markets i can just map out myself you know what the bear market periods were and the bull market periods they're pretty pretty short-lived you're talking 12 to 24 months and um, people keep on saying is this time different possibly probably is because we have a um some crazy stuff happening in the world but i would be looking at locking into as many stable coins as i can i will be selling out like i've, I've demonstrated pancake swap i'm going to be selling out with that i'm not going to hold it um, but I'll buy back in. Um, I'll be looking to find the, the the bottom or as close to the bottom as possible. I'll dollar cost average my way slowly until I hit the bottom and start coming back up again um, as we enter 2023, 2024. But stable coins um, is where I'm going to be sitting. I personally will not be cashing out a single dollar from crypto um, into my own back pocket today. I haven't taken a single dollar of profit out of the markets i'm here for the long term i don't the short term mindset and you guys should think long term as well like what is long term in crypto we could be talking anything up to 5 years um, but my mindset uh, in terms of long term investment i'm looking at 10 years i'll probably leave maybe um 25% in the markets it is possible that i could cash out everything Towards the peak, but I will start buying back in. So it will only be for a period of time that I have nothing in the marketplace. Um, But in terms of where we're going to see the market going from here, um, I would say that we're looking extremely bullish. Um, We just uh, stroked fifty-seven thousand, I think, on the Bitcoin chart. Well, we've got a big M playing out there. So, do you know what? I I think even a test or a retest off of the fifty thousand dollar level would be it, it would be healthy for the market to give us that push back up north but definitely before the end of this year i'm going to be averaging out the markets because i don't want to get left behind or get left uh, I, I don't want to end up uh, yeah m- missing the opportunities let's say
0: awesome let's see here i'm trying to catch a couple questions we've got about seven minutes so i want to get a couple good questions here um, trying to get some key questions here that'll cover a lot. Uh, it says so, being that you're not counting a home or property as assets, what do you consider to be valuable? Yeah, I don't think that. So, Jay, great question. So, I don't think, um so what I was saying, I'm not I'm not saying that a house is not an asset. That's definitely, definitely an asset. Right now, for me, my focus, since I got my shit together two years ago, my focus wasn't to dump all my cash into a property that I was going to hold for 30 years, right? When I saw an opportunity to amass a large amount of wealth, in my opinion, in the cryptocurrency space where I could get 110 times. Fifteen times, twenty times, some hundred x on all my money. So I took the money from that, made a smart decision instead of putting it into real estate. I rented a place, and I took that money and put it into crypto. Now the the delicate balance for me is to turn this crypto wealth um, into generational wealth. That's where I'm at now. So I'm at this teetering point now, right? Because Ken Mack could have retired eleven years ago. He's still now. He's you know cordially coming to help us do the same thing that he did. And so now that's the next phase. And so remember, I did this two years ago, guys. I had made money three times. I want to be very clear. I'm able to make money. I'm a hustler. I know how to make money. But why did I keep losing all my money? Because I had a broke mindset. I So I reprogrammed my whole subconscious mind around wealth. I started reading the right books. I started listening to the right people. I sought wise counsel. I stopped listening to financial advisors. And I started listening to people who were actually doing what I was looking to do, like actually doing it. And that's when I started to find mentors like Ken Mack and they started just to show up in my paradigm through my vibration. I attracted what I was focused on. Right. And so one thing I'll share with you guys is I found this app. I want to share with you guys really quickly. I'm really big on reading books, but I don't, I don't have time to read a physical book. I found this app called 12 minute. It's freaking awesome. So I've already read Two books this morning. <laughs> it takes the books and crunches them into 12 minutes. And so you can actually, so my goal is to read seven, to get back. Cause I, I used to read like uh, three books a month, right? And so the physical books, but now I can, you can crunch a couple books into a couple days. And so remember constantly educating yourself. So whatever you want to become, you need to program your subconscious mind. Cause it doesn't matter how much money you make. If you don't change this mindset, you'll always be broke. Jim Rohn says you can give a million dollars to every single person in society it will end up right back in the same 1% hands because you have to change your mindset. It's really important. That's why Ken says, keep coming back to this show. Keep coming back, take notes, let it sink in. Maybe it won't make sense right now. Like for example, LBOs, I get the concept. I understand it. I went through the five day. I still, it's still, I got to keep coming back. I got to keep learning from Ken and then eventually it's going to click. And then eventually down the road, I'll have multiple LBOs and I'll be like, Oh, okay. It'll be like riding a bike. I'm on the bike now. Right. And then what's the next phase. Right. So Cool.
1: You're right about the uh, you give everybody a million dollar, then it's going to end back up in the hands of the one percent. There was a, I seen something on in Instagram today. Um, it Warren Buffett quotes Instagram page, and it was saying that there was a guy called Michael Carroll, um, who, by the way, uh, lives he, he became very famous not far from one of my homes in Scotland. And he was working as a binman, he made a uh, well, he won millions in the lottery, and he was uh, he was uh, nicknamed the Lotto Lab uh, all over the newspapers, become very, very famous. And um, he blew all of his cash, and today um, he works as a bin man again. He lost all all of his wealth because he didn't uh, know, he didn't have the knowledge um, and the understanding and the financial uh, education in order to reinvest or invest that money um, in the correct way because he could have uh, uh, gone on to become very, very successful if he just had that knowledge. In fact, I think he's working in a biscuit factory now, um, the last day that I read in the newspaper. But just uh, understanding, guys. How to do things in a certain way, copy and pasting what the wealthy do, not what they say, is the most important. I just, uh, while it's fresh in my mind as well, I want to um, just let you guys know I've uh, introduced uh, yield up to you that they've just launched a BTC fund, which is running from the 10th to the 15th of October. They're paying 12% on Bitcoin, which is massive. So as a bonus, I think they enter you into a draw to win 20,000 yield tokens. So. Now, I've spent uh, the last couple of evenings with one of the founders of the company and their advisory team, and I can say with a high degree of certainty that these guys are going to have billions under management within the next couple of years. So it's a massive opportunity to acquire and adopt their native token YLD. So if you're not already aware, they are offering 20.5% on their stable coins. So, in fact, tomorrow I've been interviewed uh, by Business Insider on DeFi, so we're going to be speaking about uh, yield, nexo, pancake swap, Celsius. So this is going to be a very cool article for you guys. I'm going to be sharing it on my Instagram page, and you, if you're not following me already, behind the scenes stuff here in Dubai, just my personal life, and some really cool stuff. I'm going to be sharing it with you on the stories on Instagram. So follow Ken Mackshaw.
0: Awesome. And then a question I have: It can you Shield app in America?
1: Not yet, but uh, next year they're hoping to have uh, the app up and running. Awesome. Yeah, some people ask me.
0: So I do my DeFi loans on um, Nexo. So Nexo is pretty powerful. So Nexo is pretty powerful. Nexo is amazing. It's
1: great. But uh, in terms of yield, um, yield app is where it's at. I don't think you're going to get as much yield as 20.5% on any other platform that's got the backing that yield app does. But Nexo definitely in the USA just now is a good alternative
0: and then, uh, Michael, if you don't have Instagram, I would look up uh, Ken Mack, uh, Ken Mac Show on TikTok or Ken Mac on. And if you click the description down below, we have all the social media links. Uh, we have his YouTube channel. Uh, we also have TikTok as well. So um, we got about 30 seconds left and we'll do a little recap here. And then um, I got to get ready to fly to see you, man, which is really, really exciting. So we got to get our stuff shit together, get on the plane and get out of here. So I just want to share with you guys. First of all, I want an attitude of gratitude. i full of gratitude. Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for all the support. And I know Ken said, I'm not a big guy on likes and comments and all that stuff. I do this from my heart I do this because it's the right thing to do I feel it's the right thing to do is to wake people up to this paradigm I'm not here to convince anybody of anything what I'm here to share with you is my truth through honesty through transparency and sharing my journey with you guys as I go through it to build generational wealth I believe I will be one of the richest people in the world and the reason why is because I'm going to bring the money back to the people I'm going to help people free their dumb I will never argue with you or try to convince you of something all I will do is continue to be myself the best version that I can be while I'm a human being on this earth. And I hope that you'll come every single Sunday, Monday, whenever we have these shows, I'll be put out there as a premiere. We'll be consistently Monday after our week in Dubai. But I want to share with you guys that manifestation is absolutely real. The fact that I'm leaving to Dubai tonight, if you know the whole story and you've been following me for a while, I manifested this. I didn't even know Ken when this came about. We said we were going to Dubai. It's on our vision boards and now we're flying out there. Now, what does that mean? your reticular activating system, what you consistently do, and he just, he brought up another part of the brain, right, this morning, is go back and watch the beginning of the video. Your reticular activating system, your RAS, what you see consistently is gonna be ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind is gonna become an unconscious activity. Now, Ken and I are gonna be out in Dubai doing meet and greets, and we're gonna know people all over the world. We're gonna be probably two of the most famous people in the cryptocurrency and generational wealth building space because we believe. That's it, it's that simple words. We are not different than you. We're too normal. We both worked at McDonald's, which is ironic. I worked at McDonald's too. That was my second job. I worked at dry cleaners. I worked at McDonald's for four years while I was in high school. And how ironic is that? Two dudes that worked at McDonald's, two normal, one guy with a cutoff shirt, Ken's chilling with a t-shirt in Dubai, having a great time. We're just here to share with you guys honesty, transparency, and help you get your shit together. So Ken, you want to wrap us up?
1: Yeah, I'm just going to answer one question. Um, there, somebody's asking how fast will the bull market come and go. Um, it's likely if history is anything to go by, uh, we'll be in a bear market from 2022 to 2024. We'll have the Bitcoin happening in 2024, and then six months later, we will be back into full bull mode. So that's uh, my uh, my thoughts on on that one, guys. Thanks very much for your time, staying with us until the end. We appreciate you if you appreciate this content. Uh, you know please uh, turn the like button blue and we look forward to doing some live shows with you here in Dubai. Yeah. Can't wait to see you Coach JV, looking yeah. forward to hosting you and there's many people on this side of the pond that are excited to be seeing you as well.
0: Awesome. We love you guys as we always say, Warriors Rise! rise. rise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>